Will we ever be able to take Uber in Virginia? And is TM Soft in hot water once again? All that and more Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 4. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Hey now, I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 117. Thanks for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Cole, Todd Moore's here, uh, Oscar Santana. That's two weeks in a row this summer, starting the summer off right uh, with Tech 411. Thank you for joining us if you are listening live and um, on Ustream, or if you're just simply in your car rotting in traffic, we thank you. Uh, a lot of tech news to get to, so much so that I was actually impressed with what's going on as far as the tech world, because... There's rumors, there's announcements. As of late, though, locally here in the D.C. area, Virginia has banned these premium, quote-unquote, taxi services or car services. Uber and Lyft last week get a notice, to a cease and desist notice from uh, the DMV, Department of Motor Vehicles, in Virginia, saying that they no longer can be in business. They should stop actually running their vehicles, running their business in the state of Virginia. Yeah, can you believe that? And Arlington County, that's the county I live in, actually says they will enforce that. So, and I was in a Uber car the other day in uh, Uber X. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think this affects the regular Uber limo service, but I think it affects Lyft and Uber X when you're hiring, you know, someone's regular car and they're not, you know, regulated or licensed to to be That's a taxi a or limo. That's the first time I've actually heard that distinction. Yeah. Um, and I, well, so and the I, car service still runs. I believe because they're, they're limo, they're not being targeted. Okay. But if you're doing UberX, and I asked a guy, I asked a driver on the UberX if he's been pulled over. He, he said he has. Oh. And he's uh, he's heard of others being pulled over too. The passengers don't get the ticket. It's the driver that gets the ticket. And I believe they're probably going to reimburse them, Uber or Lyft. But it, it, this is just ridiculous um once again this is the taxi unions you know joining together and trying to rid of this disruptive service because uh, nobody wants to take taxis anymore it's so convenient to take lyft or uber and it's cutting into their business so how do they do this they got the dmv to issue a letter yeah there are a ton of things at play here one let's take the logistics out of it but two let's talk about public safety and i'm not talking about the type of public safety that what's safer a cab or a private car service that's uh regulated and it's by its own rules and some may say in one, one way or another but if you take a car out or an uber x out to and you're out in arlington and you're going home and you make it hard for someone to get home whether it be cab or one of these car services lyft or uber wouldn't they be more prone to just drive home if it's not easy that's a beautiful that's a beautiful part about this uh these car services that right. yeah you can use taxi magic but the beautiful part of between uber x and uh lyft is that they work so much better they're so much more efficient yeah, and i agree i think it's probably saving lives having these services especially people that are out drinking and they can't find a cab and they go i'll just take my car i only had three or four drinks well you know it's a shame that they want to shut these services down because they are extremely important and uh it's funny arlington county uh police actually said this is the quote and i actually had to ask my law enforcement friends what the hell this means here's the quote from arlington county police we are going to take a soft approach but we will not turn a blind eye 
eye. How do you turn a blind eye? And how do you know that someone's getting... So what if a friend's picking you up? What that means... Do they have to turn the little Uber lights off? They're not that bright to begin with. I, I Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they start being a little more stealth. And But, you know, one of my big concerns is will Arlington County or other police departments in Virginia start using the app to find these drivers? Ah, I didn't right? think about that. And then that like could be a, a real problem. Trap. Instead yeah. of you're a gypsy cab trap. Because the app shows where everyone is and, and yeah. before they pick up a, a fare. So. What's the stance behind it? Because when I initially read the story when it broke uh, last week, what I thought was happening is that if it looked like a shakedown, it looked like they wanted to make sure the government, the Virginia DMV and the state government wanted to flex their muscles and make sure that they were paying their fair share. From what I understand is they're claiming that it's safety and insurance uh, issues. But and then you read the article today that came from Uber and the Washington Post that said that they're covered 300 percent more than your average driver because they're, the Uber X drivers are, are covered by a million dollar policy. Yeah. So your average driver that's out there, I think the minimum is 350,000. It's three times that already. Yeah. So there goes that, ex- you know, that that point that they're trying to make. I don't know. This is frustrating. I'm, I'm happy to see that they are not going to stop operating. They are going to continue operating Uber and Lyft, and they're just going to deal with these fines. From my police officer friend, he actually told me, look, we don't want to deal with this crap. Oh, you, can, you know, it's like politics. But, yeah, it's all it is. And it's like, they, they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to pull people over. These are people that probably even use the service, mm. right? So I don't know if it's going to become a big deal. It certainly has raised a lot of attention. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about this. A lot of a lot of tweets have been flying around uh, sent to both the uh, Virginia DMV as well as the uh, Virginia governor. Did you see the email that Uber sent out to its users in Virginia? I'm sure you, you probably have one on know if you use a dummy account for your uber transactions but they sent one out that basically urged uber users to have their voice be heard right a uh, nice little um graphic and it's not the first time they've asked they've no. asked for help in dc and when DC, they were fighting but that was like four years ago and they, they basically won it was not four years ago it feels like it we've been like using uber yeah, when uber recent. first got here that's what happened because they were they were operating. And I remember getting an initial message from Uber saying, you like using Uber? I said, yes. And then they started fighting that fight. Right. So they took a while. You remember when Taxi Magic came out and I thought it was like the best thing ever. Yeah. It was like, I think I even picked that as my app of the week, although I would never pick it now because I it just doesn't work great. How many times have you tried to get a taxi cab and they just don't even show up through that app? Do you think it's the drivers or the app or the, the I guess, foundation that's built in? Because this probably happens in any any um, any city. I was in New York with, with Chad last year from Big Owen Dukes and we had taken an Uber ride in the city, which was fine. And then he's like, well, let's just get a taxi. So uh, in New York, clearly you can get any taxi out yeah. there, right? But for some reason, we weren't getting one. So he's like, I'm going to use, uh, I said, I'll use Taxi Magic if you want to get a taxi and not an Uber ride, whatever. And they never showed up. We just got another Uber ride. Yeah. Because it was like, what are you going to, what do you expect? I don't understand. Well, it's like, uh, maybe their the, infrastructure isn't built for Taxi it. Magic is fine. I know the guys that built the app. Yeah. The app is great. But the problem is these taxi cab companies could care less. And how many, like, 
like, I can't tell you how many times I jumped in a taxi cab and said, look, all I have is a credit card. Is yeah. that okay? And they're like, get out. You know, like oh, that yeah. is their attitude. Yeah. They want you to pay cash. They don't want to see a credit card. And that's what's so annoying about taxi cabs. And that's why everyone prefers these services where you can just get a car and then you don't have to like it fumble around card. and yeah, you it, just jump out and go and without paying. And you're right. Cause I thought, uh, by without now, having to do the transaction there, it's done through the app. It's so convenient. I've thought by now the city would have taken care of this, but, uh, we just came back from St. Martin. Shannon and I were, we got in the cab line cause in DC, when you get out of Reagan national, I've gotten an Uber from there before, which is probably not legal because you can, you're supposed to get either a car and they're not supposed to go through it. Regardless, I've done that. So I was going to mm. get an Uber to get home cause I didn't want to deal with the taxis, but in DC, what they've done is they've spent a ton of money to make their cabs look nicer and get new Camrys out there and uh, make them almost look like Uber cars and to compete because they were losing a lot of their customers yeah. and rightly so because of the poor service that they've offered. And I'm I'm in Reagan National, which is on the Virginia side, right across the river. So we're talking about a 15 minute ride at most in traffic to get to my house from there. And the guy, uh, we get in the ca- taxi cab stand, we walk up and he says, "Do you have cash or credit?" I said, "Are cabs still just taking just cash?" Like he. He had to decipher which cab he was going to give us because right. one of the, they, some of them still just take cash. I know. It, it's, it's 2014. And I asked him, I said, so only some of the cabs only still take cash? He said, yes, sir. And I said, oh, my God. They have themselves to blame. Yeah. Themselves yeah. to blame. They I used Lyft for the law a year and a half ago, and yeah. they keep they're like keep deferring, yeah, deferring the uh, penalties. Jeez, I finally used Lyft the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. What was uh? They gave me fifty dollars. Change of free, heart. Look at free you. Free rides or something. That's nice. Yeah. So I was it worth it? it? It's just like same thing. Yeah, it's the same. Oh wow. Why wouldn't it be the Easy. same? Yeah, it should be the same, right? Yeah. Why would it, why would it change? All right, well, uh, we'll see what happens here. They're claiming it's a public safety issue. The government is. It's a public safety issue Virginia in my eyes. is just ridiculous. They they don't even allow the selling of Teslas. I had to go to Maryland to buy my car. Yeah. You know, it's like, why don't you want that money, Virginia? Yeah. This is serious money that you're just saying, we don't want it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Speaking of vehicles, Miss um, Cole came in and she, and this was actually last weekend, this week, she's very excited about another innovation in the tech world and has to do with uh, cars and how we drive and not the cars themselves, but the roads. And uh, a video came out, you might have seen it, it's gone viral about solar roads. And uh, you're wondering, well, Oscar, what does solar roads mean? And when you watch this video, it actually does make sense. In different parts of the country, they have kind of glow-in-the-dark paint that they're using for the lines that they're painting, and they're testing this in, in Europe. But I've never seen anything like this. And if you if you want to picture it for yourself, think along the lines of wonderful flat Legos that you put together, and when you drive on it, they light up. Yeah. When it, you saw this, what did you think? Awesome. First of all, it's for roadways as well as parking lots. And in parking lots, it does have lights. So you can yes. change the lane configuration. You can just, you know, you don't have to worry about resurfacing these things. It's a honeycomb. These it's things. a honeycomb of basically a smart road. So they put them all together and then they can program them. Yeah. So it has lighting so it can change the lanes at any time, put up warning signs on the road. It's actually heated. So then in the winter months, you don't have to salt the road, which will ruin your car. It's just melted and clear. So everything about this makes sense and it produces free energy. Why not? This makes sense. Uh, I think the inventor actually received a contract to build two prototype roads for the federal government. They actually built a couple of these. So I I think it works. I think the technology is sound and it works. And, you know, they have, uh, I believe it's a Kickstarter campaign, right? They just passed over $2 million in donations. That's amazing. I thought the cool part was when Reading Rainbow got to like $3.5 million, uh, the rebirth of that um, on 
Kickstarter. This may be a little cooler, and you know how passionate I am about uh, reading Rainbow. The idea that these roads could someday hit the market uh, within our lifetime, and we could end up using these these panels to yeah. have a safer ride, and in the long run, save so much money, so and actually build uh, build back into the infrastructure. And if we all had electric cars, we could just charge them f- from yep. the the roadways. I Pretty mean. impressive. The Kickstarter campaign, yes, as you mentioned, did take off, and. Uh, they've just reached the the two million dollar mark. My one question to you was this: Did you think that the road was cooler, or the configuration in the parking lots that could change? I like the the parking lot aspect. I also uh, see a lot of potential in just private driveways, uh, especially if you get a lot of snow like we did this winter. Yeah, uh, you'll never have to to shovel your driveway the, from the the energy that it stores. It, it will heat yeah. it and melt the snow. And yeah, because currently, if you have a heated driveway, you have, if I'm not mistaken, um, piping going underneath the concrete that just heats up with hot water. That's how it streams through. If you say, for example, you uh, you and your home wanted to get a right. heated driveway for the little walkway, you would have the system set up where just hot water would shoot through underneath the pavement and melt the snow. Right. So this is that same concept, but you're not using water. You're just simply using the energy that comes in off of the sun. Yeah. Energy that normally would just be absorbed by the asphalt. Yep. And the video was a little over the top, but it made sense. I love the park configuration. Think yeah. of public parks. How oh, many times yeah. have you gone on to, to a public park? Like, oh, that's just tennis court. You know, I can't play basketball out there. Right. And you like, could change the, yeah, you could change this tennis court yeah. to a basketball court yeah. to whatever. That Pretty cool. is cool. That's really cool. Uh, the security part is the one thing that I was concerned with as far as um, I know that you would put certain protocols into place. But if you can change a roadway with a simple program, yeah, anything's possible. Oh, so like someone's. Hackers. Like, a ha- like, like, you know, you walk. You steer d- the road into a bunch of trees. Oh, yeah. Or you yeah. drive by a construction sign now and they'll yeah. have like zombies. Or. Or, you know, I, I wonder how much, you know, how expensive these things are. Are they, is this basically gold plating? Are people just going to rip these things off and resell them? Ah, well, certainly they would in Latin America. I've seen that happen. <laughs> uh, if you find but a guardrail, you're lucky. That could be a problem. If these things are expensive or they, they have a lot of parts that could be recycled, that could be become an issue. I wonder what, oh, you're right. Cost is definitely going to be an issue, but... The fact that people are investing in this and they're looking at it and they have some government contracts for the prototypes is pretty yeah. impressive. Uh, solar roadways, if you want to look it up um, all over the web, uh, you can also donate if you'd like as well. Interesting. All right, moving on here. Uh, what else do you want to get into, Todd? Well, we could talk about the video game company that just shut down in our area in Fairfax, Virginia. Uh, EA. I didn't even know this company existed. It was called Mythic Entertainment, um, owned by EA. It was a game studio, creator of uh, Dark Age of Camelot. I think that was one of their bigger titles. They're shutting down that office space. And you know how I found out about this? I got an email, someone who's handling the employee transition services. Oh, wow. Like they hired a, a find these developers jobs. And for some reason, I got on the list. Good and I was man. like, yeah, I'd, I'd like, I'm hiring some yeah. game developers. Why not? I had no idea they, they were in Fairfax. And it's kind of interesting. So they're being shut down. And I, I guess they're just trying to consolidate with other places, probably West Coast style. I remember last year there's been this big conversation about how the DC area was, was it was hard to find these top programmers because all these big companies had taken them. Mm-hmm. And um, for a business like yourself, this might be a great opportunity to get somebody that you know gives you a different perspective. Yeah. And it's nice that a, a company would actually go out of their way to help 
find you a new job. Yeah, I was kind of shocked by that. I was Have you like, ever seen that? I've never seen that. No. You usually get that little that manila envelope and says, thank you for your time. Uh, your Cobra will be arrive, arriving in the mail sometime soon. Good luck, good luck, chump. Well, and there are other game uh, studios, Zenimax Media being the, the big one that we all know about because they're suing uh, Oculus Rift, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where John Carmack used to work at id Software. They got bought by them. Uh, and then there's Bethesda Softworks. Huge. So they were always the kind of the, the big game developers. Yeah, I never heard of this. EA. Yeah, EA I didn't know there. they were. Um, I didn't know Mythic was out in Fairfax. So it's interesting. Uh, unfortunately, they shut down. But uh, TMSoft's hiring. If you're out there, how many guys in your perfect world? Because right now, let's talk. Let's count off. You're, you have four, or five employees. Yeah, four, four, solid uh-huh. four. What is the big picture for you? The big picture. If you get like the right employees, could you hire two more, three more? What's a good number for you? I think two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I need to. You know, I I want to do some more with the gaming. Uh, Reinvesting to this area. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, that's the other selling point is like, you know, for a while I was wondering if I should have started my company in San Francisco or Silicon Valley. But then I think there's probably more opportunity here just because of um, the type of work here. That, oh, yeah. You know, people get tired of government consulting yeah. and services. They might want to do something different. And want to do something a little more creative, a little more fun. So uh, I'm kind of happy setting up camp here in Arlington, Virginia. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll be able to... Find a few. Do you have a people. posting out there, or are people yeah. just finding you? So I'm. Um, people won't be listening to the show. Be like, oh, you know what? I work there. I'd like to talk to them. Yeah, I think I have a post on Indeed.com. Okay. Apparently, um, my new employee told me that's where everyone's going. Because I was like, I grew up with like Monster.com yeah. and Career Builder, Craigslist, and Craigslist. And yeah. Craigslist is still relevant. Yeah. Still use them, but apparently, this Indeed.com Indeed is what the new kids are using. Indeed, I haven't even Indeed. heard it before. And it, I actually like it. Uh, it's kind of like a pay pay service. You pay yeah. as you go. You're paying for candidates to to apply. What about LinkedIn? They LinkedIn? offer job postings, don't do they? Do they? I think they do. It's a lot more expensive. Yeah, it's pricey, super pricey. I remember mm. at Earthwalk when we were finding people, we'd go down that list. It'd be Craigslist, Mon- your typical monster ad, and then you you we'd go to LinkedIn and be like, oh, well, that's going to be like $1,000, $1,400 or something like that. Yeah. But it, again, they do offer those services. They are expensive depending on the package you get. Yep. Uh, but again, uh, very cool. Good luck with you. Three more, huh? Uh, Maybe we'll one see. a piece. We'll see. Still got a lot of that white noise work and a lot of cloud services too. So if you're a developer out there that knows anything about that, let okay. me know. Uh, gentlemen and ladies, I forget that Katie's here for some reason. She's just like one of the guys. Um, and ladies. And ladies, or lady. 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 Oh, the ladies. Uh, Shannon was here for a cup of coffee. Oh, And really? she's like, oh, tonight I got to do work. I can't run your cameras. I said, you know what? It's about right. Xbox. It will just drop out. News. I know you have the Xbox One at the E3 keynote. They say the games are coming. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So I spent roughly $710 on my Xbox because I bought a couple games. At that point, Xbox One, you had to have the connectors. That was the big thing. They announced uh, two weeks ago that you didn't have to have the, the Connect anymore and that they're going to launch a new Xbox One without the Connect to drop the price point to compete with uh, the new PlayStation. So I wondered, well, I don't like the Connect as it is right now because it doesn't, It all the goods that they've sold haven't been paid off yet because all the games that they have 
brought to the table haven't lived up to what you would expect Xbox One to be all about. A lot of people mm. I know still play with their Xbox 360 because it's still relevant. Right. Right? Well, yeah. My favorite game's only on the 360. Yeah, when's the last time that's happened before? That you've you've mm. got a new system and you're like, you know what? I'm going to still play my old system. Well, this is, the, this is the problem when you make a new console that's not compatible with anything. You know, yeah, it's not backwards Al- compatible. Although uh, the new Xbox One, you could say, is more compatible to your traditional PC, whereas the previous Xbox was not. So, in theory, it should be a lot easier. Same goes for PS4 to port those PC uh, game titles to these consoles. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it should be creating more games. But at the same time, you know. People seem to be playing more and more tablets, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I think that's cutting into console-based games. It has to uh, simply uh, because you're spending less. The tablet itself is done. Like you've bought that and you can use it for 10 other things. Uh, I downloaded my app of the week on my iPhone and my iPad. And I'm yeah. playing it just as much as, be pl- as I would be playing well, that same game on a console. Yeah. And if you're a console player, you're a hardcore gamer. I, yes. You know what I mean? That's... You want the best. You want the best graphics. You probably have a fully loaded PC as well. Not at that price point but anymore, though. I think the. I just think the console market is kind of fizzling out. I, I really do. I think casual games kind of taking over by numbers alone. I'm not saying one is is better than the other. I'm just saying. If you look at the numbers, I yeah. think most people, especially kids, are, are playing with tablets than they are with these co- expensive console games. Because you get so much more value out of these you know, free and 99 cent apps. Think about this, uh, Todd. When you hear um, Xbox just yelling and explaining, like, okay, the games are coming. Somebody really had miscalculated what was going on. Yeah. Because they, we've been hearing that the, ti- the the old school model of advertising, I think when you like build up a title to, for its big release, and trust me, I did this. We used to do this all the time for Big O and Dukes. We'd go out and we'd camp out for Gears of War 2 mm-hmm. and for the midnight release, or we'd beg somebody to bring us an early copy of a game, of Call of Duty or something like that. Yeah. And that excitement isn't there anymore. It's not really built up the way it was. Hmm. So as far as the the way the games have been trickling out from Xbox for the Xbox One or for Microsoft for the Xbox One, I think they completely miscalculated it. Well, is it because they position themselves as an entertainment center and not a pure gaming platform, kind of like what PS4, they were focused more on the gaming, whereas Xbox is more entertainment? is killing it. Right. They've got more titles. They've got a better experience. We just had Dan Shu on um, the program from, he's a, a former editor-in-chief from EGM. Yeah. He talked to us and said, look, he goes, if I was a, a betting man right now, and if you're going to ask me who's won, you say the PS4. Really? Yeah, because the price point was lower. The games are, are better. They have more titles for people to choose from. They're using, players that played PlayStation are using it just as much as they, they're not going back to their old system and say, oh, I like playing the PlayStation 3 better. Mm-hmm. That's what people are, like, Chad only has the 360 hooked up right now because the Xbox One doesn't give him the games he wants. Right. And new That's- titles are still being released. If you go to Best Buy, for example, and I know that a lot of people buy their games through Amazon, etc. But if you go to Best Buy... I, and I do this um, because there's one right back by the studio down in Manassas. And I'll kill a little time just to get some fresh air out of the bunker. And I'll go in there and I'll go to the Xbox One titles and I'll like, okay, there's only a little shelf, a little kiosk, like a little snack kiosk of all the Xbox One titles. The rest is all Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. So they got to catch up. So we'll see. And you're lucky you didn't spend the money because if you don't need the the connect, you shouldn't even know bother with it. Half the time doesn't know what you're saying. When you say TV, turn on, it'll turn it off. <laughs> 
Well, that's just you. It doesn't understand. Probably not. Um, Okay, one more, a couple more if you don't mind. Uh, There's a good uh, viral drone video out there from a gentleman in Connecticut. He was doing what I like to do is go to the beach. I don't don't film people or take pictures of people, but I like fly. One of the best parts about flying a quadcopter or a drone or whatever you want to call it is when you have open space. So if you're in a big park like we were the other day or you are at the beach, if you're not, if you if you don't mind and you're confident to fly over water, go ahead. You can fly as much as you want, as high as you'd like, right? As mm-hmm. long as there's an airport or helicopters flying around. So this kid was doing this, uh, 24 years old, and he was apparently doing this in Connecticut. And then somebody called the police on him. They said that the, he was taking pictures of them. What you don't see is that this gentleman got attacked by this young lady that was claiming that she was being harassed by him. But he was smart enough to start filming with his iPhone as this lady comes and attacks him. And when the police showed up and she wanted to file a complaint because she had called, he showed the little iPhone video to her, to them. And they was like, okay, well, you're not arrested. We're going to completely arrest this lady right now. Is this the future where everyone records everything, every moment? moment i'd and, love it to be then yeah. a lot more uh, less than you I mean I, we're getting there we're if getting you there. if you could be if you were that guy and you weren't recording that interaction who do you think it was going to get arrested but he would have right yeah there's no way anyone would believe that, that woman was going to take the beat down from yeah. that girl no one in the in the right mind would think that that girl was beating on beat that guy him down and yeah, she was laughing down. she was saying you when the police come you'll see what and happens he was just and she's like help him. me help me oh, yeah. stop assaulting me not the finest moment for that kid but he had to say that at least yeah the smartest thing for him to say that I'm being I, assaulted. You know what? The kid could have taken her. But oh, instead, yeah. he just recorded it. He took his beating and uh, she went to jail. And I think that was the awesome part. There is, though, from that video, you take, and I'm, I'm, there's going to be a lot more of these that come out eventually because pe- there are people and um, just kids in general, that are, they're not going to know what to do with these quadcopters as they become more popularized, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not talking about the $1,000 price point is going to drop. So it gets to like $500, $600. You'll see pe- kids and people using them in the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. Like peeping toms, people taking pictures of people that are on yeah. the roof. Enjoy while you can, sir. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be regulated. It's oh, got to it be. be. It will be in a second. Are you kidding me? When we took years out and started flying around the guy line and going up and down buildings yeah. and like, I just can't believe it's, there isn't a law already out there that mm. says, you know, you can't do it or there's going to be some guidelines. Yeah, I believe that. You were the pilot, though. Let's be honest about that. You were flying like you were, well, you were Spider-Man through the city. You were uh, very impressed. You though. were doing the same thing. Very impressed. I don't not po- like don't, you. Don't just point the finger at me. I didn't point any fingers. I just saw. You're just as guilty. I saw Miss Cole look at you, and I said, "You know what? That's right. That was Todd that flew that right through the uh, city limits of Boston." Yeah, but it was so nice. Oh, Roslyn, Jesus. Um, you did a great job, though. I was very impressed. Um, but imagine if it's not like, going to happen. Imagine if all these not kids in, end up getting these no, things, no. and the price will keep coming they're down. Gonna ru- they're going to ruin it for all of us. Yeah, you better enjoy it while you can. Yeah, but uh, that video is out there. Check oh, it out. Great job on uh, Hernando Real Estate. R- Real Estate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit Did me you up see on my, Facebook. Uh, my listing for my house is uh, it's beautiful. Feature, features like your photos, number one and number two. Beautiful. And, and the last photo as well. I did uh, another client. Uh, you know what? I'll show you them right you now. Got, you got multiple clients? Multiple clients from Sotheby's uh, you, came on board. You're going to pay this this drone off in any second I think two now. more jobs, it'll be paid off. Yeah? If I pay it off, I'm not giving Shannon any of the money, but I'm just <laughs> saying it'll be paid off. Uh, yeah, I did this home in Potomac, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, this was actually a tougher shoot. I wish if you were out there, you, you could have, you, you're a good wingman as far as this concerned. Uh, I did the shoot in Potomac, Maryland, and it was a farmhouse acreage, as we're talking, five acres. Oh, wow. 
And it was uh, challenging at first because a lot of land to deal with, but um, but we got a lot of good photos out of it. This is just one of the pictures. Oh, wow. Together. Nice work. But I don't think you could actually sell the house because there's a huge oak tree in front of it, and the curb appeal is great until you actually see what it's all about from behind and the barn and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, right? you're able to take photos no one else can take. My realtor was like, I'm hiring that yeah. I'm hiring Oscar. She for never all called me. What? She didn't? Yeah, she didn't. She will. She, so, she's been raving about your photos. Another photo right there. That's great. Right? Yeah. That you couldn't take from above or even getting yeah, on a ladder. Unless you had a hundred foot ladder, yes. you're not taking that shot. Pretty impressive. Um and it's fun, as we talked about. Though that I think this is so cool, like it's it's a toy. Yeah. But you could actually make some real money off of you this. You could at thing. least make your money back for the the actual oh, you could purchase. Make, you could start a commercial company. Yeah, but you know, I got too much going on as it is. Oh, please. Um, so this is another one, but this, I don't think he used this one, but this shows actually the lay layout of the land. Oh, that's awesome. Pretty cool, right? Nice barn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, you're getting paid for this. If you're and out you're there, just out there enjoying it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Having know, a good time. It's right? still alert. I have to get a third battery. I'll tell you that much. Oh, really? Uh, five acres is a lot to cover in yeah. one well, shoot. Yeah. If you need a third employee. Oh, look at this one. Oh. Doesn't she have enough jobs? I know. How many more jobs do you want, Katie? I can't Please. poach for my best friend. That's not the way it works. <laughs> you like, can say weekends off. I'm going to take my lunch. Uh, can I get a two-hour lunch today, Todd? Uh, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I'll meet an Oscar at a real estate shoot. <laughs> let's let's my, avoid that my if we can. Oh, yeah, you know, I'll, yeah, I'm sorry, Katie. Uh, I'll talk to Robbie, though, see what he's doing these days. <laughs> You're rather yeah, right. Can you imagine if he just walked he's out? He's busy that. on my next game. <laughs> uh, one more story and let's get to apps of the week. Are you sure? Yeah. What story you want to do? Uh, let's get to, hold on. I have one here I wanted to address. Facebook? Yes, the Facebook one. The Facebook? Yeah. What? So Facebook accidentally released a Snapchat competitor. It's going to be called Slingshot, Slingshot, the new app. And it lets users share moments like videos and, and photos and sling them over to other uh, other users. So obviously they tried to buy Snapchat at one point for a few billion dollars. Not just a few billion. Three? Was it three billion? It's a three billion dollars. And uh, Snapchat said, no way. We don't want to be Facebook. People like us because we're not Facebook. And uh, so Facebook, do you do you buy or build? <laughs> and I guess they built. So they yeah. built this app. Uh, they, what's funny is they They said we accidentally. How yeah. do you accidentally not release Not if you're Facebook. Please. This is, this is right out of Pied Piper, uh, <laughs> Silicon Valley, if you watch it on HBO. They're building their own. They built their own. <laughs> yeah. And if you're if you're Snapchat, didn't you think they were gonna do this? Of course they're gonna Hello. do it. Or they're gonna buy WhatsApp or something else. Who yeah. owns WhatsApp? They do. They do? Facebook? Yes. So why do they need to build this then? I don't know. Maybe maybe Zuckerberg got a wild hair and was like, I'm just gonna offer this guy three bills and get this, this over with. This makes no sense. So maybe it is WhatsApp. They just rebranded it. Slingshot. Or use the code to get that done, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's it strange. should be interesting though. Slingshot. So Slingshot's yet, out there. Yet a, no, it's not out there. They pulled it. Oh, they it. pulled it? Yeah, I think oh, I so. thought they just early released it. Like, ah, oh, you know what? What are we going to do now? Is it out there, Katie? They uh, pulled it this afternoon. Oh, someone's getting fired. I always think of uh, Slingbox, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but Slingshot's different. You know Slingbox, Oh, right? I love Slingbox. Yeah? Yeah, uh, Drab uses it all the time so we can watch TV in the studio. It's very similar, name-wise. Yeah. You know what isn't very similar? What's that? <laughs> Duck Run to Flappy Bird. Yeah, uh, we should address this. We should. Um, about, what is it, two, three months ago? Uh, My time frame is completely Duck off. Duck Run, yes. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, friend Todd Moore said, you know what, I'm going to make a, 
a game that's going to revolutionize the world. I never said and that. And it's going to take three days. I never <laughs> no. said that. No, no. Look, uh, the guy in Vietnam who did Flappy Birds went crazy, uh, allegedly, and decided to pull his super successful game from the app stores and said, I'm, I'm done. Like, he just got overwhelmed and everybody was just playing Flappy Birds and he couldn't take it. He was out. And what was cool about that story, not that he was pulling out, is that he mentioned that he only spent a few days building this cool game that everybody loved, which intrigued a lot of other people. Is that you could build a game that quickly that is going to yeah. fill this void in people's it's hands? Su- it's such an, it's like a hello world of today yes. to build a Flappy Bird app. Yeah. Um, and when Apple came out with their new programming language, Swift, someone created a Flappy Bird in like one day using the Swift language. So this is a great teaching tool or app that is quick and easy to build. And it's just, Flappy Bird was so popular Mm -hmm. that people are amazed that how easy it is to really create these things. You can create a fun game that's popular and you can do it in allegedly uh, less than three or four days. And so I was, I felt challenged by uh, the, by when I read it took only took three days to make this side scrolling game. And I was like, I'm going to try to make one too. And that's where I created duck run. Now I made sure I didn't want to copy the name. I didn't want to copy any of the graphics. There was no bird or flappy involved. Yeah. And uh, it's a duck, right? So (laughs) I I get this. uh, It's fun. As soon as I got this, uh, I guess you could call it a cease and desist. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you get notified through Apple that Dot Gears, I got notified that Dot Gears is is claiming I'm infringing on their copyright. And uh, so their letter to me was was one sentence. I'm going to read it to you. Please. This is the first time hearing of this. It, it goes, uh, comments from the com- complaint. Here we go. Okay. The game violated our copyrights for the character of our famous game, Flappy Bird, and then in parentheses, Fabby Bird. I don't know what that means. So it, it would appear in that one, it's one sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't even think you can call this a cease and desist. Looks but like they really worked on it. Yeah, they, I, I don't think this is coming from a lawyer. I mean, it's not even that great of a sentence, if you ask me. But it says, yeah, it, from what I'm reading here, it sounds like they think I'm violating a, a copyright on their Flappy Bird character. Mm-hmm. It's funny, I, I got so mad when I got this thing. I for, first thing I did was forward it to my buddy at Bloomberg. And he wrote he wrote an article about it because it's hilarious. And then, so I'm in this uh, Bloomberg article going, "It's a duck." How many? Because that's all it is. Yeah. It's a duck. It How... looks nothing like his. And okay, let's call a spade a spade. There's like 20 other games like Flappy Bird. Well, my friend uh, reminded there. me. There's actually. Do you know the exact number? Because I'll I go on to the there's, store. There's hundreds yes. of Flappy Bird clones. Yes. Some are a clear violation of their copyright yeah. because they're using that guy's graphics. And whether you, you want to say, oh, he just copied Nintendo or not, but there were a lot of developers that literally yeah. just copied. Look like that game. Not only look like, but they copied the exact same graphics, graphics yeah. even with the copyright of Dot Gears within the graph. Mm-hmm. Like, it, very shady, very wrong. And in those cases, absolutely, he should file a complaint with Apple and get those developers to take that yeah. down because it's a blatant ripoff and copy uh, of the graphics. Now, when you're talking about gameplay, there's no copyright on gameplay. 
Mm-hmm. All right. That would be a patent. Yeah. And there's no, thank God for it. Right now, there's no patents covering gameplay. I'm sure people are probably going to try it since the patent office just allows any piece of crap yeah. through. But in terms of copyright, you can talk about the graphics or you can talk about the exact source. But you code. use your own graphic, your own code. Yeah. It was all written from scratch. I drew that duck in like four hours. I'm not a good. You I'm drew not, that duck? I drew the, I hand oh, drew the duck. Man, I hate when you do great things like that. And I was like, oh, he definitely clip arted that. That's what makes it even uh, better is like, I drew. You didn't this. even buy it off I drew of that, photo. S- that stupid, and I didn't even do a good job at drawing the duck. If you look at the that duck. duck's all right. I'm I don't not going to lie to you. It doesn't even really look like a duck. I want to hate on it, but you it's know? really nice. It's got a beak or something and not a bill. People you drew that out. duck? I drew that duck in Photoshop. Uh, oh, if you're a graphic impressive. artist, you're probably like, I could do that in 10 minutes. Well, it took me four hours to draw it, and uh, that became the main character. And I just think it's hilarious that they think uh, that duck is infringing on their intellectual property rights. Hey, do you ever feel like when you get these articles written about you, and I, I by the way, I agree with you. I agree that uh, you're not infringing on a copyright and gameplay. Uh, I think that- Thank you, because you're I my think, lawyer. I think you, I think you were, cha- <laughs> I think I remember you saying you were, cha- you was like, I, this is like a challenge. Let's figure out if I can do this. And you knocked it out. Yeah. Um, well, I'll say is this as I'm playing- And I did, I took three days off of work, and Katie remembers I took three days out. I wasn't yeah. didn't go to the office. I stayed at home, and I worked on Duck Run. Do you ever feel like when you talk about this that you become a greater target? Absolutely. Like, I sit there, and, and look, you've got the cojones, as uh, my mom would say, the bulls, uh, to talk about this stuff. But a lot of people will just go, like, slink off into the shadows and say, you know, I'm going to make a jack and die and hope this goes away. Uh, you don't seem to be that guy, Todd Moore. Ever since the, the patent troll thing, I think it's important for people to speak up and tell the world how screwed up, one, this country can be, but specifically my industry, the, the computer science field, the software industry, it's just become ridiculous yeah. what's going Mob on. Mob tactics at And times. so I'm, I'm going to point it out. I'm, I'm not going to- no, I respect you for that. I'm not going to back down from these these bullies or these frivolous lawsuits. Uh, who I don't respect is the person who's, I think, you know what? No, it's Katie Cole who's tied with me. My best score is 33 on Duck Run. I actually, you, if you're in your, within earshot of my voice, go out there and try to beat me. Because I try to beat myself multiple, uh, hundreds of times, I think. I can't get yeah. past 33. 33. The closest I've gotten is 31 and I get, get kind of nervous. I'm like, oh no, I'm going to beat my That's high score. That's a great score. score. That's a great score the lower 50s is the most i think the world record yeah 33 i i even tried to cheat on an ipad i still couldn't get past it oh really yeah because ipad play technically you got a bigger uh screen to play with you got that can help more real estate i couldn't do it i just got 27 i'm like oh i'm gonna beat this while i'm talking to todd what are the odds 27 nothing that's good it's still good so you're not pulling your games anytime soon no and and i wrote a blog about you know all of this stuff and i even pointed out his game this gameplay for flappy bird i was mentioning earlier my friend said he he remembered this game that was just like it yeah and it turns out it was super mario brothers yeah. underwater world ah, remember where you're underwater and you're tapping to flap and had keep that your, had your, that game i remember it it is exactly the same and and even some of the graphics look the same of course the green pipes were copied and Flappy Bird, as well as even the Flappy Bird character itself, looks like one of the Nintendo fish from the game itself. So uh, I think that the Flappy Bird is probably more in violation of copyright with Nintendo mm-hmm. than my app is to theirs. I, it's just ridiculous. I'm sure a lawyer just got a hold of Donger. 
and uh, say, oh. hey, we can make so much more money yeah. if no, we get this back. Well, you'll see on my blog, I actually found that uh, he just applied for a trademark for the Flappy Bird character. And oh, so he's doing, I read it. He he's just, getting merchandise. He, yeah, he's adding yes. merchandise. And I, don't, I didn't see anyone else point this out, but he wasn't just registering as a video game. We're talking children's I read, pillows I read the and post, blankets yeah. and you know everything that uh, Angry Birds is doing yeah. with their merchandise. But they're not suing anybody else for it. Like they just do, How about you just make your cat? dong and roll along <laughs> that's what you should do yeah uh, all right well good luck with that i appreciate you sharing that story uh, not just on your blog post but here on the show is very important and you know anything that hits home to us and i'm sure the developers this is why developers sometimes get scared of trying something new because they think it's uh oh i'm gonna get a cease and desist letter yeah right Oh, and you probably will. We're not going to get some of these great titles out there. Some of these are beautiful titles that you've been able to play on your own. Even your consoles may never have been created if this was going on all the time. No, it's it's crap. And one day, I, I hope I don't wake up and it's just like everyone's hands are tied and we can't build anything anymore. Yeah, and that's where I see it going, unless some things start to change. You're fighting the power. All right, uh, time for apps of the week. Yeah, who's got a good one? Uh, I've got, I a, got a really good one. Oh, here we go. I've got a great one as well. I Todd, a, how are you doing? These I days? have a good one. Yeah? Yeah. All right, well, let's ladies first. Uh, she's hyped up for this. A little quiet on, on her end today, but uh, okay. go ahead. Okay. Uh, mine is iCracked. Are oh, you familiar with it at all? I know. I think there's a company out there called iCracked. Is that but the no. thing that cracks your screen or something? No. Like it it's the a- thing that saves your phone. Um, oh. I guess it, it's a new app. You could either sell your used iPhone on it based on your location. <laughs> and uh, my <laughs> phone, a 5S... 32 gig it's like new condition will go for 365 dollars a broken cannot use phone will sell for 125 what? but it also has a thing you could repair today they fix batteries water damage screen replacements other it won't turn on and these people actually come to you they said that um they actually go through a review process and they weed out about 90 percent of the applications as they get in of these technicians that could fix your iphone oh, wow. Wow. And they get so, rid of all the bad ones, and then they come to you. You can meet them at Starbucks. I can meet you at your so house. they're the Uber of fixing your phone. Yes. That's what the description says. Oh, really? Yeah, it says we are the Uber Uber meets AAA. Oh, wow. For your smartphone. So, wait, they'll actually come to you and repair it, or yeah. they'll buy it from you? Because they said most, uh, most uh, phones could be repaired within an hour, so they'll come to you and do it. What's the cost for something like that? Do they have the price? It's got to be pricey, because if you well, get a screen what it is, fixed, Well, like I don't know. Bucks. It doesn't say prices on that. What it is, it's what phone, where are you, and then the person will contact you. Just me. drill down. Okay. That sounds so, that's exciting. I that's a great I looked for app. prices, but I didn't actually want someone to call me in. Oh, yeah. I, well, you don't have to go I that far. I don't want to play hooky. Yeah. I cracked is... Um, is that's a brilliant I could I could see some people using yeah, it that. Must be, is it I'm just wondering what kind of area coverage and I'm looking over the reviews and people are saying great well, I know great that, idea but they didn't come to me well I know they're in the <laughs> local area I mean I found uh Washington Post actually put the article that's where I found out about yeah, I've that. seen little um little it, like you know how when uh it's election year you have the little signs up they have these little eye crack signs that's where I see them I see them in they at least have to be in Virginia and in, in the DC area because I see them. I remember seeing them up there, and I'm like, "Oh, who's gonna do this? Am I gonna go to this guy? I'm just used to like the shady guy at the mall that says, oh, "I'll do this for a hundred bucks." Wow, yeah. I'd do this. I cracked. If, you, if it's uh, it's comparable dollars, you'd pay for a service to come to you. Why not? That'd be crazy. All right, uh, I cracked available on yeah. iOS and Android. Well, I'm um, definitely iOS. Okay, I'm Perfect. sure Katie will crack her phone. That's right up she, your alley. She does it all, all the time. Yeah. All right, let's go to. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, well, then we can get a real report. Yeah, we'll get Does a real report. Does it work or not? That's what I want to hear. Uh, Todd, let you go next. All right. Well, this app is really for uh, women, but I was so impressed with how well it worked. It works for men, too. It's called Perfect 365. Mm. And this is a, a camera app, and you take uh, photos of people or yourself, and the enhancements that it makes is absolutely incredible. Wow. It'll take 10 years off your life. It does all this stuff to make your skin smoother. It takes the bags out from under your eyes. It brightens your teeth. It makes your eyes a different color. It's everything that you'd you'd want to be able to do, I guess, with traditional makeup, but you don't have to use that. You just take a photo and it's way better than Instagram. These are filters specifically for your face. Okay. And you can actually, if you're a woman, you can actually put on, uh, try different makeups and, and lipstick. Oh, but if you're a guy and you just want to remove those bags from yeah, under yeah, your yeah, eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do that too. And I'm really impressed with the technology. Let me see. Do you have any, uh, any options, any, any examples? Uh, well, how about I take a photo yeah, of do you me, and we'll, do me. we'll try this. That's going to be tough because I take great pictures. <laughs> All right. So that silence was a picture being taken. So the first thing it does is it takes four photos and you pick the best one that you like. All right. And so we'll go ahead and use that photo and then it's going to scan. And what it does is it, you see all the dots that it put on your face. Oh my God. It analyzes to find out where your smile is, your eyes, and yeah. you can adjust those dots. And take the shine off of me. But uh, let's see here. I'm going to go ahead and put... Oh, you can actually scary. make your face like uh, skinnier. Really? Yeah. So what are you, you trying to say? If you want to lose five pounds, I've been I ran out of your face. I played soccer yesterday. <laughs> probably lost 15 <laughs> pounds. I'm walking around like an old man today. So here we go. Now I want you, this is so cool. Now what I'm going to hand you the phone. Okay. This is the original photo. And then I want you to touch uh, either natural or pure and look at your eyes when you touch it. Okay. I'm going to try natural or pure. I'm going to go natural. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. It just that completely is wild. smoothed out yeah. your, your under yeah. your eyes, made it all the same skin tone. Can I uh, undo? How do I undo this? You just go back to normal. Okay, original. Go to original and then I'm going to go to pure. Wow, it isn't, does. Isn't that amazing? It does, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go original, Katie. You'll so have, my, uh, you can hit uh, pure natural. One of my uh, friends found this app because uh, one of her friends posted this photo of herself, a yeah. selfie. Yeah, and you're like... Oh. And it looked like she was a supermodel. Yeah. And everyone's like blowing it up going... Oh my God, what have you done? You, you know? look so great, girl. You look amazing. Oh, you and go, girl. And then she actually confessed it is actually the perfect 365 app. I don't know. I like the uh, fantasy one. Look at that. <laughs> oh, what do I look like there? Uh, drag queen. Yeah, there's a drag queen <laughs> mode. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, you would find that. Uh, we should Thank post you. that. I'll post Appreciate that. No, don't post that. that. You don't want me to post that? No. We can actually there's extend, enough your, stuff out we can there. extend your eyelashes. There's too. enough. There's enough rumors out there. I don't need <laughs> photographic evidence. Uh, <laughs> that is a whole. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, well, that's great. Again, it's called uh, Perfect Three Sixty Five. All right, available on both platforms. Uh, that I don't know, sir. All right, but check definitely for the uh, iPhone. All right, this next I'll check uh, guy, my app of the week. If you've got World Cup fever, uh, this is actually an app that a uh, listener put us on to. Uh, FIFA fourteen. I play. FIFA all the time with my nephew and if you're not into soccer you're not going to get this but if you're into soccer and you've played FIFA you're going to love this game the gameplay is beautiful the graphics are great I would say the graphics are better on your tablet and your iPhone than some of the actual FIFA's uh, or iterations of FIFA uh, at maybe in the past four years 
It's a lot of fun. Wait, this is just a game? Yeah. Which FIFA year? 14 from EA Sports. 2014? 2014. So just uh, type in FIFA 14 and you're good to go. Okay. Uh, it's free. They've got uh, the premium, you know, the freemium model where you have to buy up as far as uh, different leagues or different teams you want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't uh, I haven't spent a dollar and I've had great gameplay on it. And it's been I a feel lot like of fun. you pick FIFA every year. You no, pick- the World Cup. No, I pick Madden every year. Oh, is it Madden? Yes, two different sports. Yeah. Um, but the World Cup's coming up, so it's relevant. Yeah, but it's a video game, or is it the track? World it's a Cup? video game. It's just a video game. Video game. Is you it play EA? Who makes EA it? Sports? EA Sports. Yes. So EA I hear is laying off people. We're just laying <laughs> off people left and right over there. <laughs> Not for this title. Apparently, it's pretty popular. Yeah. Right. Um, so check it out. That's, That's EA it. Sports. Uh, we saved we saved yours for last, and you just picked FIFA. What? I, I have a really good one. I have the yeah. best one. You, this was not great. Again, you I thought it. it was great. I didn't you punt. punt I've been playing this game. It's my app of the week just because you guys aren't into it. Sorry. It's not a great app. Sorry, I'm not it's into, into editing pictures of it's myself. It's just another FIFA Or cracking game. my phone. Not everybody's into that. I used to love FIFA for the PS2. That was my favorite. Oh, it's changed a lot. And then man. they keep changing the controls. No, and I just but gave you can go to you go to classic mode. It. I go to classic mode all the time. Do they have classic mode? Yes. I, you know, what? I'll put up the Xbox One Do in they, here. And we'll play in here. You'll I like think it. this was like 2000 FIFA 2005 or something. Classic like, mode is the the purest of the modes. Like you don't have to. For I just wh- hate all the the combo like button combinations. I just want. Pass, lob, shoot. and shoot on yeah, goal. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, like yeah. old school FIFA. You go to classic mode, you're good to go. All right, well, it's good to, it's good to know that they're, they're, they're catering to guys like me. Yeah, that's the only thing I like. My nephew wanted to play like, like a first-person view, and I said, no, no, no. I'm playing classic mode, it's the only way I know how to play. <laughs> Not messing around with anything else. All right, what do you have to plug? Uh, I guess you can just go to my blog and read all about Flappy Bird. If you're a lawyer, please chime in and give me your insights and let me know if you think... Uh, Duck Run actually infringes on Flappy Bird's copyright. Yeah, uh, people are getting real vocal on your Facebook page. Yeah, I think it's uh, kind of hilarious. Uh, I don't think there's any infringement, but check it out. Uh, Toddmore.com. I don't post very often, but I wrote up. But a whole, when you do, it counts. Yeah, I, I wrote up a whole article and, and I dissected uh, Flappy Bird, the gameplay of it, and, and cool. all this stuff. So I hope it's an interesting read. Okay, um, the one thing I want to plug is that the Michael Mara Show, TMOS, more broadcasting network app is on the precipice. Yeah. It is on the brink. Actually, Todd looked at me and said, like, I just release it uh, to tomorrow if you want and just get it over with. And I said, oh, let's just give us at least. Probably a, test it. It gives though. a day, a day, at least a day of testing. I just okay sent it to, to Pony. Go. He's yeah. got the latest. Good old Pony. So we'll see. So it's on the brink. And if I'm you're, excited about it. If you're out there. Uh, it works great. We've got it. Congratulations. Thank you Bonus so much. Bonus shows show right up in that yeah. feed. Good it's to awesome. go. The entire library right there. Um, also, if you haven't heard uh, the Michael Mara Show has released a new book. Uh, it is out now on Amazon. I Check just it ordered out. mine. Thank you, sir. If you have, uh, if you buy it, you're out there. Give us a nice five star review. Uh, do the same for Tech for One Show on iTunes. Those are the two or three things. Just giving back to the people, Ty. That's what we do. I know you give and give and give. <laughs> so enjoy. <laughs> um, and Anything, Katie, Katie? I'm on Twitter at the girl Casey. Nice. And you had a good time this weekend. Great time. Nice. Gov ball. Gov ball. Gov ball. Yeah. How much were the tickets for that? Uh, maybe like two thirty, two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, but it's like a three Four day days. thing, right? Oh, okay. Four days. Thank God, I was like each day. That's and your your highway f- robbery. Your favorite was no, three days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Who oh, was your bad. favorite? Uh, Jack White. All, All right, right, look That's at that. Good. Nice. Yeah, that stuff's yeah. that good. That's pretty oh, impressive. Absolutely. Wow. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, good times. Yeah, that's it for a show. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. 
The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.